Hey, Sales Lift Nation, it's your host, Tyler Lindley. Today, I have Sam Shepler, the CEO and founder at Testimonial Hero on the podcast. Hey, Sam, how you doing? I'm doing great, Tyler. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks so much for joining. So like I said, Sam is the CEO and founder at Testimonial Hero, which is a company that's dedicated to doing customer video and testimonials for scaling organizations. So I know a lot of you business leaders and revenue leaders out there are probably wondering, like, why do customer videos matter, Sam? Like, why should I invest time and money into testimonials or into customer videos? Well, first, let's look at the whole point of B2B marketing, and that is to make sales easier. A few things actually decrease friction in the uh, sales process, like having a real customer, the voice and the face of a customer talking about the problem they, they previously had and how they solved it with your software. Everything that, that we say as revenue leaders, our sales team and our marketing team, that's always taken with a grain of salt. And even written testimonials and written case studies are taken with quite a large grain of salt these days because as pros all prospects know that it's very massaged internally, right? Quotes get written and they get signed off on. But when you have an actual video of a customer, it's just so much more credible and therefore it's just so much more valuable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with your point about written testimonials. How many times is that just written, you know, by someone else? And it's like, hey, you would have said this, right? It's really, it's honestly, you can tell it's written by the marketing team. But that authenticity, that's a good point that you bring up. So do you feel like if I'm a company and I don't have any of those videos now, if everything is either written or written testimonial, or I'm just starting to think about this, how do you get started with this? What is the first first customer video I should create if I don't have really any right now? How do you prioritize that? And, and where do you get started? Absolutely. And the, the best way to think about it is ask yourself, what type of customer do I want to attract more of? Mm. So essentially, think about, I always say, think about your personas that you want to attract more of, and then fit customer videos to each of those key personas. So you can take industry-specific approach as well as a persona-specific approach. But at the end of the day, if you're going to go through the time to you know, create these and also go invest in them as well, it's, you want to focus on customer types and personas that are your ideal buyers so you can attract uh, more of them. And, and so absolutely, that is where I would start. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes total sense. Like using that ICP framework, using personas, that definitely I think is a great place to start. So if I've got that figured out, let's say I've got a good client, maybe a few clients in mind, like we would like to work with more of these kind of clients. How do you go about, now comes the hard part is uh, approaching that customer, asking them you know, to do this. How do you breach that with the actual uh, customer who you want to you be respectful of their time and their obviously a good client if you'd want to put them on video. How do you breach that conversation with your customers about, hey, I want to put you on a video that we're going to send to the masses. What, what's the best, what are best practices there? Yeah, it's a great question. There's a couple layers here. First and foremost, the better you can catch the customer like at a great time, that, that always helps. And, and you want to have that communication around when you make the ask with everyone who knows like what's the status of this account if you're and that's important because marketing doesn't always know the status of the account marketing may not necessarily know who the the best customers are so therefore like it's very important for you know sales as well as customer success 
to, you know, for all revenue departments to be in the conversation. Mm-hmm. So the first thing is like making sure you're asking the right people at, at a reasonable time, mm-hmm. right? After that, I think it's a couple of things. One, it's trying to make it a two-way exchange of value. How can you also add value to the customer? And that might be something as simple as letting them know it's going to be seen by you know, thousands of people. So it could be a cool little bit of a career PR for them. Mm. Who doesn't like to get held up in their industry as an example of best practices? Mm. And that's a really good way to think about it and frame the ask is that, and this is also the truth, the testimonial, any good customer story isn't really about your product. It's about your customer. They are the hero. And, and the, the asks should sort of reflect that. It should sound something like, we want to you know, hold you up as an example of best practices here. You've achieved X, Y, and Z. Would you be open to sharing your experience um, with our product on video? You'll get to approve everything in advance. Nothing will be published without your um, express uh, approval. Oh, and by the way, it'll only take 30 minutes. And here's uh, an example mm. that'll look you know, just like this. All of those things, we've already, like with, I'm just riffing there, but we've already pre-addressed a lot of concerns. Yep. You know, how long will it take? Will I get to approve it? Are they going to make me look good? Again, we can address that with an example. Mm-hmm. So that's, those are a couple of the things that I would that I absolutely recommend. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I like covering the objections, a great uh, kind of sales tactic there of covering those objections before they even come up. Hey, we've done this process. Here are the common questions that folks have. Here are those answers. Here's how much time it's going to take. So that then they have a level of comfort that you know what you're doing. This isn't going to be a waste of time. So I guess a good piece of advice, it sounds like is come prepared with those answers before you even make that ask so that you're ready and and you have that process and system in place and so they're they're they know what's coming one thing that i think you, you talk about this two-way exchange of value is there any way that those those customers that you're doing these customer videos or testimonials for is there any way they could turn that around and use that in their marketing obviously it's marketing your service but is there have you found like use cases where the customers actually end up using some of the footage for the themselves is that does that ever apply or am i off base there (laughs) it it definitely does i think it 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 doesn't happen i wouldn't be telling the truth if i said happens every single time but especially for on-site filming which of course given we're talking in early 2021 that's happening a bit less but especially with with on-site filming it's very easy to like do a favor for the customer and say hey you know, thanks for letting us come in. We filmed a ton of amazing B-roll around your office. Yep. We even took some photos. Here's a, a little thank you package. Here's a, a ton of B-roll you can use in you know, advertising, digital marketing, and all of that. And so we used to do that all the time in you know, prior. And, and it's a little in purely remote situations. Mm-hmm. It's slightly harder yep. to kind of do the same thing. I think... One, to be honest, like two-way exchange of value that happens a lot that we see with our customers is that uh, the marketing activity will be written into the sales contract. Mm-hmm. There's, there, there is a, and in the testimonial appearance might be used as a bargaining chip in mm-hmm. like the discounting. It's okay, well, we'll redline. Okay, maybe the marketing activity gets redlined first. And then they come back and they say, wait, can we get a, a little bit of a discount? And then our customers will say, okay, yes, we can, if you close by the end of the month, 
we can give you that discount. Oh, and you also need to unredline the testimonial video appearance. Right. And of course, all of that is always like pending satisfaction. No one's going to appear <laughs> in a video testimonial. Ultimately, if they had a bad experience, no matter what, and you can't enforce that. But I think that is also like something that I'm seeing a lot more of is like more companies are, you know, including those, uh, those marketing activities by default, yes, of course, they're the first thing to get redlined, but then you can reintroduce them later in the sales process mm -hmm. as a, and going back to the sales techniques of trading, we, we always talk about don't negotiate like trade, like mm -hmm. trade this for that. I'll do this and yep. you do that. So that is a really useful thing that we see a lot of companies, a lot of our clients having success with. Awesome. Yeah, I love that. So you sales leaders out there, make sure you're considering that marketing testimonials, assuming that they become a, a happy, good fit client. Those can be you know used in that negotiation process because these can be used to find more of those good fit clients. And let's talk a little bit about typically with a testimonial video, uh, you know, someone at the end of the sales process, it's the things, the conversations have led to this point and they're wanting to see use cases. They want to see testimonials. They want to, they want a referral. It's always at the end where these, they want to just double check and make sure that I can trust this company and this is a good decision. Is that the only applicable time that you can use customer video? Cause it seems to me like the time that's mainly used, but in what other circumstances could you use customer video, Sam? Absolutely. And I'm glad you asked that because that is possibly the biggest opportunity for revenue teams to sell faster, sell better, is more customer voice and more customer video throughout the entire buyer's journey. Because there's a saying uh, that we've all heard around communications, which is the medium is the message, right? Mm -hmm. Well, for customer marketing, the messenger is the message. So like anything that your customer says, is going to be uh, way more credible than if you said it yourself. So like really communication flowing through a customer is just a channel that ultimately takes whatever pre-existing message that you wanted to say and amplifies it and makes it you know more credible by a factor of, I would say, five. And, and, there, and there's actually a great book on this called The Messenger is the Message by some of the folks at Influitive, big enterprise customer advocacy software. So shout out to them for that term. But the, yeah, the idea is, I think we've, uh, as revenue leaders, like there's this old hangover from the olden days where things weren't as self-serve in the mm. buying process, right? Yep. Like now we've all heard the stats, people do 80% of the research on their own before they even talk to a rep. Therefore, you need to, as revenue leaders, we need to give them all the resources they need and that includes things like customer, anything from the customer voice, customer video, not just because the way that we buy has shifted, but also just because, again, like anything, going back to the message is the message, anything that's worth saying, if you can say it through the voice of your customer, it's just going to land better. Yep. Yeah, I totally agree. So if you're at the you know end of a sales process, those testimonials, those longer, deeper dives make more sense because there's a lot of context around what the product is. And obviously there's a need. At the earlier on in that buyer's journey, there there isn't as much context where you don't know as much and the, the client doesn't, the prospect doesn't know as much either. So what types of videos that incorporate customers, if a company 
doesn't even really know much about you as a company or your brand or your offering, how can using a customer video in those cases work when there isn't as much context and they're, and they're still at that, those early stages? Absolutely. Yeah. It's interesting because in the early stages of buying, the buyers often are in denial that they have a problem <laughs> to begin with. So we've all experienced that. And, and if I'm in you know, denial that I even have a problem, it doesn't matter if you show me like an endorsement, like a traditional testimonial. I don't care. As a buyer, I just, it doesn't, there's no like fertile ground for that endorsement to land. Mm -hmm. Then getting back to the question, well, how do we get uh, our prospects to actually realize that, that maybe they do have a problem and maybe we have the solution? Well, we can leverage customer video and customer voice as a format, but without the rigid structure of, of a case study or a testimonial. What does that look like then? Well, it looks like shorter clips that are more topic specific mm -hmm. and, and, and really aren't endorsements. Yep. For example, maybe just talking about answering a specific question or talking about a specific problem that they had. And that's it. Maybe in the earlier stages of the buyer, but I know you mentioned XYZ, but you said, I know you said, Mr. Prospect, that you're probably set. Well, it's interesting because here's a quick clip from our customer. They also talk about what exactly what you mentioned, and you might be interested to see how they're thinking about the problem. Mm. So you notice, like, we're not trying to overstep our bounds and throw like a full-on case study on them early on. We're, it's really all about okay, if customers are often the best way to actually communicate, and we know you know where we are in the buyer journey, how can we drip these little micro content pieces? through the voice of the customer, through video that really, again, just help us sell better, sell faster. Yep. Love it. Yeah. I feel like it could even be used in prospecting as you're reaching out to customers because many times in prospecting, you're, whoever the sales rep, SDR is reaching out and you can just feel that it's that. But if you're using, if you're using customer video and maybe using some of that micro content and saying, Hey, this customer had a similar problem. I don't know if anybody, sometimes people in your, at your company and your stage of growth and your situation have these same kind of problems. If that's you, let's chat more, but otherwise at least learning more about the industry and seeing what else is happening happening across the industry. So I think that's interesting, can be used even before the sale and prospecting and creating those marketing videos to hook with that micro content. So yeah, definitely love that idea. What else in terms of customer videos, what other types of videos should these growth stage companies be thinking about making? Like how else can we leverage customers? We talked about the case studies and the testimonials. We've now talked about that micro content. Are there other areas that we can leverage customers and video together? to really, you know, make an effective, make effective use of those videos? If so, like what other specific examples would you give, Sam? Great question. Objection crushers for one, mm. I think. So, so this is more mid funnel, maybe as a rep, your reps are communicating via email. Maybe they've had an intro call. Maybe they haven't. Objections come up. You can crush those objections or handle those objections with videos from the customers, from customers tailor-made to those topics. Mm -hmm. Again, they're not an endorsement, like a testimonial, because they're not talking about crazy ROI metrics, and they're not some like grand story. But they do, because they don't need to be, but they do quickly address objections in a credible, 
you know, authentic, trustworthy way. Mm-hmm. Another use case, this is especially on the marketing side, is customer advertising. Right now, just based on the data, ads featuring customers, as long as they're done, and again, you don't try to like hook people on, you don't try to oversell it, you don't try to like, you got to meet people where they're at, but featuring a real customer in an ad, whether it's a, a six second a YouTube a pre-roll bumper mm-hmm. or a 15 second you know, version for LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, what have you, is we've seen with our customers is extremely effective. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love that. I love that too. What about a lot of these, a lot of customer videos that I've seen in the past are, like you mentioned, they're shot on site. They're shot at, at somebody's company. I know that's a lot harder right now, uh, given everything that's going on in the world. So how can you do this effectively while you're remote? Is it as simple as just cutting on a Zoom meeting like we're doing right now? Or how can I do effective customer videos remotely, I guess is the question. Absolutely. So first and foremost, I think it is still possible to do them on site. There are some considerations. You know, what we've seen work, renting out an empty co-working space, even in some cases going to an office, which is now empty, but that being said, I think in general, for sure, remote is most appropriate for now. And since we're all going remote and the genie isn't necessarily going back in the bottle, remote <laughs> right. is uh, going to you know continue to be extra important, mm-hmm. um, which is exciting. And the short answer I would say is, well, for one, progress, not perfection, uh, especially if you are a at an earlier stage, just get started however makes you know sense to you, right? If that's recording a Zoom meeting, Great. I would suggest like if, if you do record a Zoom meeting, make sure that you ask great questions because ultimately it's the whole like kind of garbage in, garbage out principle. Great questions get good answers. That is absolutely an option. And then find someone, unless you're a video editor, find someone to you know improve it and, and, and actually tell that story and also just up-level the production quality. If you want to and this is really gets into the bounds of like more of what we do is if you're looking for something that's like remote and also insanely great, you don't want to be using Zoom because you're constrained by bandwidth, yep. uh, webcam, and all of these all these factors. And, and sometimes it is you know important to do something at highest quality when you have a customer because with customers, it's not like you get a second chance necessarily to you know, ask them back, you're asking them for a favor. Hopefully it's a two-way exchange of value, but it's still ultimately a favor. So you, you really, in many cases, you want it to, you, you want it to be done right the first time. So in, in that case, the short answer and what, what we do is we use the best camera that everyone has on them, which is their smartphone. Mm-hmm. Often filming in 4K, definitely filming in full HD. And Essentially, and I'll just kind of speed up the, the long answer here. How we do it is we spend the first five minutes of you know a Zoom call turning the customer themselves from basically an average Joe or average Jane to a video pro. Mm. So we actually have them film on their smartphone while we interview them via Zoom. Mm-hmm. Spend the first um, you know five minutes of the call making sure the lighting and the framing is perfect. And then the actual interview is conducted via Zoom, but we've we've surpassed the limitations of Zoom and yep. we're recording on the smartphone. Yep. 
No, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I love that idea about utilizing Zoom, but also having them utilize the best camera they have, which is likely their iPhone. So yeah, that that makes a ton of sense. I also love to to double click on you mentioned editing after the fact is important. I think having a good editor can mask a lot of things and using some of those graphics and intros and outros and those kind of things can make really up upscale a video, even if it's shot with average to decent quality. So uh, that's another great point, Sam. Any other advice you'd have uh, for folks just getting into customer video for their scaling up their business, figuring out ways to use customer video? Any parting words of advice you'd have? If you're on the sales side, ask your marketing leaders for what you want, for what you need, I think is the main advice I would give. I think customer videos, it's interesting because marketing holds the budget. But often, while they absolutely are used in marketing programs, they're used just as much by sellers. Our sellers use customer videos. That is their main, by far, their main resource. So I think in terms of sales enablement content to help you sell better, sell faster, absolutely, customer video is one of the most useful resources. But marketing isn't sending cold emails and all day. They They may have, you know, be thinking of other stuff. So if you need it, if you want it, don't forget to ask your your marketing leaders. This is my advice. Right. Yeah, that's a great piece of advice. Can definitely help with some of that marketing sales alignment we talk talk about a lot on this podcast. So Sam, how can my listeners find you online if they want to learn more about you? Yeah, just LinkedIn, Sam Shepler. And of course, our Testimonial Hero. You can just search Testimonial Hero or go to testimonialhero.com. All right. Perfect. Yeah. We'll link to those in the show notes. So uh, definitely reach out to Sam if you need any help or have any more questions on customer video or doing any testimonials for your growth organization. Sam, so thank you so much for joining the podcast today. We'll definitely have you back on in the future. Thanks, Tyler. It was a blast and I love to do that. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. You can find all the links discussed and the show notes at thesaleslift.com. That's the T-H-E sales, S-A-L-E-S, lift, L-I-F-T, dot com. Have questions for me? Email me at tyler at thesaleslift.com. We look forward to seeing you back here next week. And we hope today's show brings you the sales lift your business needs. Remember, ideas plus action equals results. You've got new ideas. Now it's time to take action and the results will follow. See you next time.